politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. On this vote, the yeas are 225, the nays are 201. The motion is adopted. The House approving a $1.7 trillion spending bill, the final act of the 117th Congress. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and the vote was largely along party lines. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, well aware of his need to shore up support from the conservative wing of the GOP as he seeks to become the next House Speaker, railed against the legislation. This is a monstrosity that is one of the most shameful acts I've ever seen in this body. The appropriations process has failed the American public, and there's no greater example of the nail in the coffin of the greatest failure of a one-party rule of the House, the Senate, and the presidency of this bill here. That led to a response from House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who, along with virtually all Democrats, supported the bill. It was sad to hear the minority leader earlier say that this legislation is the most shameful thing to be seen on the House floor in this Congress. I can't help but wonder, had he forgotten January 6th? The long-term spending bill, in addition to funding the government through next September, includes legislation that would close loopholes in the Electoral Count Act, which supporters of former President Trump sought to exploit on January 6th. Passage of the legislation came as the January 6th Select Committee released its final report after earlier recommending four criminal referrals to the Justice Department regarding the former president. It will ultimately be up to the Justice Department to determine whether criminal charges will be filed. As for the select committee, it is being disbanded as Republicans prepare to retake control of the House. The power shift will be significant. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who's 82, is the only woman to ever hold the position. This is the second time she's served as Speaker, and she's also been a longtime leader of the Democratic Party when it was in the minority. During her final news conference as Speaker, she fielded several questions, including one about how she'll transition out of leadership. As Speaker of the House, I have awesome power. As a now transitioning to a different role, I expect to have strong influence. But not on my members, just in terms of encouraging more women, for example, to run. Pelosi first came to Congress in 1987 after winning a special election in California. She notes there were not a lot of women in the House when she arrived in Washington. When I came to Congress, there were 23 women, 12 Democrats and 11 Republicans. Out of 435 people, over 400 men and 23 women, uh, come on, you know, get out of here. So some of us just made a decision. We have to change this. We have to recruit, we have to fund, we have to encourage women to run, give confidence to them that not only are they, should they be here, they are needed to be here. And we now have 90 Democrats. They have 30, I think, something Republicans, and they've made some progress lately, and that's good, but we need more. They're always asking me, what advice do you have? I say the best advice I ever had that I extend to you is be yourself. You're the only person in the history of the world who is you. Also, I want women to have confidence. So sometimes when I act a little more, shall we say, like myself, (laughs) it's because I want them to know it's okay 
to assert yourself, to have confidence in what you bring to the table. Pelosi has done a lot for Democrats, keeping in line a sometimes unwieldy caucus that includes very liberal members as well as moderates representing districts with lots of Republicans. She's been a lightning rod for the GOP, which has made her a target of negative campaign ads for decades. While much has been made of the difficulties of McCarthy and his struggle to secure the 218 votes he'll need to succeed her as Speaker, she says she doesn't want a attracted struggle for him to take the gavel. She was asked if she has any advice for him. I don't think anybody needs any advice from anybody. You've heard me say even about our own distinguished leadership. I'm not going to be the mother-in-law comes in and say, this is the way my son likes his turkey stuffing, his scrambled eggs, or anything else. They have to have their own vitality about it all, and they do. And so as far as he is concerned, well, we haven't had any formal conversations, but we're, we interact. And um, I'm just hoping that on January 3rd that they'll be expeditiously able uh, to elect a speaker so that we can get on with the work of the Congress. McCarthy made an effort to bring together his conference by having the GOP whip against the long-term spending bill, which includes $45 billion in aid for Ukraine, but also a boost in spending for the U.S. military and a 4.6% pay increase for American military personnel. The legislation received bipartisan support in the Senate, but House Republicans are skeptical of more big aid packages for Ukraine, as well as additional spending for domestic programs. McCarthy also criticized Democrats for not having many members present for the final vote. The Democrats care so much about the people that they're home with the people and not here to read the bill or even vote on it. Many members of both parties weren't in the chamber for the last vote of the year, opting instead to vote by proxy so they could leave Washington early and try to avoid the nasty winter weather that's disrupted so much holiday travel. Allowing lawmakers to vote for others was implemented during the pandemic, but Republicans and Democrats alike have utilized it. McCarthy has said the practice will stop when Republicans take over in January. Among the other changes, metal detectors like the one across the hall from where I am right now near the House chamber will be removed. They were installed after January 6th for members, and many Republican lawmakers were sharply critical of the stepped-up security. While Republicans will retake the House, Democrats will retain power in the Senate. And it's clear with a divided Congress, it's going to be very difficult for President Biden to advance his agenda. Still, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says people may be surprised. And he was all smiles as the Senate finished its business for the year. A Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year to one and all. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill. Happy Holidays. I don't care what your mama says. Christmas time is near. I don't care what your daddy says. Christmas time is near. All I know is the Santa sleigh is making its way to the USA.